Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. This is our 21st episode, and today we are talking about burnouts. Um, you know, it's really easy to burn out, especially when you've been doing something for so long. But I think one of the key things to, like, prevent burnout is focusing on the end goal. Like, okay, why are you working so hard? Like, what's what's got you working so hard? You just got to change your methods and maybe reorganize your time. But um, it can be prevented. I feel like if you practice self-care, and that's why I feel like self-care is so important because it's the only way to prevent burnout. You're going to eventually get burnout if you're always worrying about other people or just businesses or, you know, even family, relationships, whatever, like. You have to put energy back into yourself. And that's what fuels you to be able to do all these other things so that you don't burn out. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, it's always a saying that you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you saying that you have to, you know, fill your cup first or just take taking care of yourself, finding that balance um, to avoid burnout. Um, do you think burnout can be avoidable I feel like it is like if you practice in self-care you know how to refocus your energy you know when you feel a little bit overwhelmed you know just knowing your triggers or what's gonna get you overwhelmed like learning yourself with self-awareness I feel like yeah you could definitely prevent burnout like just knowing okay I know I can't do all these things in this day or knowing nah my schedule can't be set up like that because that's not gonna be good for me or I'm not gonna be able to do all of that but um I definitely think so you don't think it's preventable I think it can be preventable um I, I always believe in pacing yourself and not trying to do too much at one time and this is coming from learning experiences because let me tell you in undergrad I was doing the most <laughs> I was working a part of organizations full-time student and I literally burned myself out um there was like no balance mm-hmm. and it took a toll on me and my body so I'm speaking from experience when I'm saying pace yourself I know when you are young you got all this energy your life is ahead of you. You, got, you feel like you got all this time and you just want to try to do as much as possible. But at the same time, you have to take care of your body. If you want to look at life in a longevity way, <laughs> you need to definitely um, take care of yourself, take care of your body. Because um, if your body is not taken care of, if your health is not where it needs to be, then you can't do anything. That's for sure. I definitely um, agree about the body part, but also that comes with like going to the doctor, like actually checking up on things because I recently went to the doctor um, and so um, I'm about to get on this medication or whatever. And so Mm -hmm. they was like, we got to check basically like a full screen of everything before you get on this medication. So I'm like, okay, cool, which was beneficial for me. But, you know, some people might not be having any issues or don't have to get on any medication. So they might not know like what to get checked, like just get everything checked. And then she told me before I even got checked, like, 
you know, um, one thing we do pay close attention to is your vitamin D levels. And she was like, um, it has to be between like a 30 and a 100 or else you're not going to be able to, well, not you're not going to be able to get on the medicine, but you're going to have to take supplements basically. So mm-hmm. I got tested or whatever and my levels was five. So I had to like get on prescription vitamin D and she was like, she prescribed it for a week. But after this, I pretty much got to be taking vitamin D like every day. So I just started mm-hmm. doing my little research on vitamin D. I'm like, well, what are this control? Like what did this affect for me? And so basically it was just like, um, it affects your mood. It can cause you fatigue, like pain, um, or like muscle aches, things like that. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I've been feeling this stuff. Like I've been feeling really down lately, like a little bit depressed going through things, whatever. But I'm like, wow, this could be a contributing factor as well. And I never even would have known about it if I didn't go get checked. So I think it's really important and, you know, I'm taking vitamin D now. I want to see how it might affect me because I kept seeing like everybody. I'm like, yeah, I just don't have no energy. Like, I'm just feeling really, really tired right now. I'm feeling down. And one of the, literally, if you go look up vitamin D deficiency on Google, one of the treatments is literally self-care. I Mm. promise you, it's self-care. They said going to sunlight, going to sunlight, relax, like, period and it's crazy how sometimes you don't even know like your body medically is needing self-care or needing certain supplements until you go get checked out yes I heard a saying that our bodies are almost like a plant like we need the water we need sunlight we need nourishment we need to plant our feet in the soil every now and again, you know, just to feel the earth between our toes. You know, we just need to cause do those things because at the end of the day, we are one with the world and, and the environment. I know we try to separate ourselves sometimes because we are human, we have a consciousness, but at the end of the day, we are one with our planet. And I think if we can kind of get back to that as well, um, that would definitely go into the self-care, taking care of our environment, taking care of ourselves. Yes, like we literally, us and the plants need each other to live. Like, I think mm-hmm. we get them oxygen or we get them carbon dioxide, they give us oxygen or something. Mm-hmm. So like, we literally need to be outside, like to help the world keep being, keep growing. And also that's really good for mental health as well, because um, like I said, just the vitamin D from the sun, that's really, really healthy. But then also just being outside for like 10 to 20 minutes a day, it can just help your mood. And I notice I feel better when I'm outside. Like sometimes you would be in the house, especially during quarantine. I think it's so important because, you know, we is locked up right now or we might not have a lot of reasons to go outside. But it's like you got to find those reasons. Like for me, I start walking to my mailbox. Like it ain't a long walk at all, but it's like enough to just get outside for the day instead of driving or wait until I go outside to just drive past it like just being intentional about getting outside getting some fresh air getting some sun it's like I'm killing two birds with one stone I'm getting outside and I'm also getting the sun if the sun is shining that day so you get your you know vitamin c your energy your mood up like it just all around helps your mental health yes definitely Definitely getting your mind right is important. 
um, like you said, taking in that fresh air, doing deep breathing, meditating, you know, doing physical fitness like yoga and stretching and things like that. I think that all play a role in, when it comes to self-care. I know when we think about self-care, we often just think about, you know, just getting the massage, getting our hair done, getting our nails done and things like that. But physically taking care of your body, watching which, what you eat, watching what you drink, um, just making sure you, your body have all the nutrients this self-care as well for sure um definitely just definitely like I think that's one thing I've been trying to be more like mindful about um like physical and mental health relationships and the intersectionality of both of those things I think that's something I've been really big on lately um but also you gotta learn like when those things is connected that don't mean just because you know oh when I'm eating good stuff I feel good but sometimes when I feel bad I'm eating bad stuff like it's reversed as well people often try to just make it like it's the it's just one way and it's like oh yeah you eat good stuff you feel good but also when you don't feel good you're not going to eat good stuff so it's all related when you have to find other ways to make your mental health better to where you feel like eating better again and that's like one thing I had to do recently like when I'm down I don't want to cook like again it's all connected so if my energy is low I'm not gonna feel like cooking I'm not gonna feel like you know being bothered with washing the dishes afterwards like I'm gonna want to eat out more but it, it in turn comes all back around it's a cycle to that food isn't gonna help me necessarily feel better so it's like how do you find that balance between I don't feel like physically cooking because I don't feel good because of my mental health reasons. But then also I know this is going to be beneficial to me in the end. And I think that's why I said earlier, like one of the biggest ways to prevent burnout or, you know, help your mental health is to just remember your why. Like remember that Mm -hmm. you're doing something that's going to benefit you in the end, no matter how hard it might be to get up and cook or whatever. And then also find alternatives like, you might think, oh, well, you got to be eating healthy. That means I got to cook. Like, no, if you're going to go out, just get something that's a little bit healthier. Um, you know, maybe Subway or some vegan spots or whatever. It's about learning different ways to combat all the excuses you can give yourself or the challenges or barriers that come up by finding ways to just overcome them before they even come up. Absolutely. Because I think we are becoming so awake and conscious of, you know, what we eat and what we put in our bodies. A lot of vegan places are popping up everywhere. You know, even if you can't grab some food, you can always grab a smoothie Mm -hmm. um, to give you what you need and things like that. Another thing that I think is important when it comes to self-care is decluttering. I feel like if your environment is cluttered, it's almost like a representation of your mind, like your mind is cluttered, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. That <laughs> and definitely it's kind of makes like, sense. <laughs> it's like in order to get your mind decluttered, you have to declutter your environment, make sure your space is clean, make sure, um, you know, things are in order, things are organized, because then your your mind will kind of feel the same way, in a sense. How you how do you feel about that? A uh, hundred a thousand percent agree like 
I had to go through that recently too. It's like when you, again, feeling down or feeling depressed or whatever, like don't have no energy to do stuff, you don't feel like cleaning up. You don't feel like doing a lot of things. And, you know, sometimes, mm, I feel like sometimes you have to think about, well, okay, if I'm a busy person or I don't like cleaning up necessarily, or I know like I suffer from chronic depression, so it's gonna be a up and down roller coaster of when I feel like this. Again, that comes to finding different ways to overcome that before it even comes up. So for me, I realized I want a cleaning service. Like it's people who clean up this their job, like they like they like or are willing to do this. Like, maybe I should just hire a cleaning service that come in. It don't have to be often, like, once a week. It could be once a month. But that'll just help me have one less thing on my mind and help me to be able to, like, declutter my environment without necessarily me having to do it. So it just, you got to think about your priorities and um, just, like, what's important to you, what's self-care. Like, for me, that's self-care, not having to worry about decluttering my environment also just the fact that I don't have to have it decluttered like yeah I could do it myself but I know that's not something I always feel like doing but I know I still need to do it even when I don't feel like doing it so why not pay someone and it's something that it's a self-care expense in my in my eyes so you got to think about like what's ways to overcome stuff and find ways to just still incorporate self-care and what you need to do to feel better Yes, because it's like, there's one less test you have to worry about. There's one less thing you have to check off on your to-do list because it's taken care of by yes. outsourcing those things. And it's going to feel more stressful when you constantly mad at yourself that you're not doing it. Like, if you don't have, you know, if you don't feel like cleaning up or you don't know how to clean this house or whatever, you're going to feel constantly every time you in it, like, oh my gosh, I should be cleaning up. But then you don't feel like doing it. So you're going to be mad at yourself. And it's just a vicious cycle. It's like, don't even be hard on yourself about it because it's plenty of people who don't like to clean up, like find ways to, to navigate that. Yes. Because it's kind of like, it almost feels like when you, when you don't have the time to clean or, time to do a test it it almost feels like oh dang I feel it something because I didn't get a test complete and like you said that's a vicious cycle because it's like I could even get this one simple thing done and then now I now I don't want to do this other thing and now it's turning to procrastination mm-hmm. and yeah it, it's a vicious cycle you start beating yourself up you start and then especially with something like where it's a stigma around it like for instance it's a stigma around having a dirty household like people gonna think you're not clean people gonna think you're dirty people gonna think whatever if they come to your house or even if you don't have guests you might feel like this because it is such a stigma like just beating yourself up on the inside so it's like in a sense you making yourself feel bad and you didn't even do nothing like you just living yo organically you know junky or just chaotic cluttered life and you being down on yourself because of it. So it's like, why continuously be down on yourself? Like, you know, find solutions, even if it's not hiring someone, even if it's, you know, instead of being mad at yourself for not cleaning every week, maybe it's okay. Maybe I'm a bi-weekly cleaner. Maybe I'm a tri-weekly cleaner. Maybe I clean once every three weeks. Like, 
learn what works for you. Maybe you clean better when you on the phone with your friend and she cleaning too. Maybe you need to find you a cleaning buddy or maybe you need to go live and clean and talk about something. So you increasing your social media time, which is also another goal, but still doing something productive. Like it's just so Mm -hmm. many different ways to combat the challenges that it's just about what are you willing to do to implement self-care for yourself, declutter your mind, declutter your space, you know, prevent burnout. Cause just that having a dirty household or I keep saying dirty, that's a bad word. A junkie, not dirty, junkie, a cluttered household can make you start procrastinating. It can make you, you know, feel down. Like it can just affect your self-care that easily. Mm-hmm. I also heard that it is a sign of depression or it's a sign of anxiety um, when your space get cluttered like that. Absolutely. It's definitely, again, it's one of the signs that depression is like, you don't have energy. So a lot of times it's not that people don't want to clean up or people don't want to cook their food or people don't want to do this and do that or exercise. It's just that they literally don't have the energy. Like when you depressed or anxious, a lot of times just doing tasks, it feels like a burden and it's nobody's fault. It's just, it seems so daunting. And I know myself, I have those same things. Like, um, for instance, what's something that been on my um, whiteboard a long time. Oh, I was supposed to call and cancel a subscription. It's like $29 a month for something I don't use. I've been having this subscription like two, three months. And it's like, it's just the energy, the mental capacity of having to sit there and wait and press all these buttons and find the account number and it's just it seems like a lot for a long time and then you end up procrastinating then you be down on yourself because you're like wow this task so easy and then you'd be like what when you finally do you be like wow it took 10 minutes but it just seemed like it was going to take so much longer in your head absolutely because as a person who is a, a writer and especially in school and when having to write papers and things like that um I think I would like psych myself out <laughs> thinking, okay, I got to gather all this information. I got to do my research. I have to read this book. I have to read that book. But no, when it comes to writing, before you even get any information, all you have to do is put your own thoughts down first and then from your thoughts, um, build on that. So I had to learn to teach myself that as well. Absolutely. And as someone who's a professional essay writer, a hundred percent like a lot of times it can be in the brain like that you 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 just don't feel like it's gonna be as quick as it might take and a lot of times Mm -hmm. we're wrong and I know me I had to and it, it just comes with practice and learning yourself but I had to learn to gauge like I could tell how long it's gonna be for me to do an assignment before I do it so I only give myself that amount of time like I know if it's a three-page paper, I could type three pages in one hour. I know mm-hmm. if it's a one-page paper, two-page paper, I don't even need a full hour. So it's like, I'm going to schedule accordingly. Like, I might start on the paper maybe like five hours before it's due. But it's like, I know I have plenty of time. For other people, that's last minute. For me, that's plenty of time because I know how much time it's going to take me. So it's about learning yourself because for other people, they might be burnt out trying to type this paper and it's their worst work. But for me, 
it's going to be my best product. And if I was to try to start it a week earlier, I probably wouldn't have been able to even sit down and do it. So it's just about mm-hmm. learning yourself and learning what, what works for you. Absolutely. I think you dropped um, some gems this episode or talked about some things that people go through on a daily basis. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up our 21st episode? No, I think we gave them some gems. Um, Make sure y'all go follow our Instagram page and Facebook page at 21 Minutes or Less. And go follow our YouTube and subscribe, um, 21 Minutes or Less podcast. And then go to our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is Miss Butterfly, 21 M-I-S-S. And we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Bye.